What what is Kratom, Doctor D? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, give you kind of an overall picture of what Kratom is. Uh, it's a plant. It comes from a plant. That plant is indigenous to different countries in Southeast Asia and some parts of Africa. Uh, it often goes by the name of Thumb. Uh, one of them is Thang. Another one is Biak. Okay, that's some of the names they use there amongst other names. Uh, as far as we know, it's been used in those regions for hundreds of years and the way they use it is in tea uh, powder form sometimes it's chewed just like the coca leaf uh, i think there are some instances of it being smoked and in the west it often comes through the you know the internet has made a big sensation of it as a natural uh, alternative to all kinds of things uh, but it comes in capsule form um, the plant was first described by botanists in the 1830s or 40s. I, I don't recall. His name is Peter Korthals. That was the first time it was kind of described in any formal way. Uh, it's active ingredients. They're, as far as we know, the ones that are the most uh, described in the formal literature was uh, mitragynine, and the plant itself is mitragynine speciosa. Uh, the first, uh, uh, the most active ingredient is in the 1920s, mitragynine, and that was distilled and the chemical structure was identified. And in the 90s, 7-hydroxymitragynine was identified. These two parts of that plant are the most uh, active parts that we know about in terms of having clinical effects. Other things that we do know about it is that it comes, you know, there's subspecies of the plant. I think green, yellow uh, is another one. And uh, there's another color, which I can't recall, but those three different colors, uh, people ascribe different properties to it in terms of clinical effect. The clinical effects are two main ones, and it depends on the dose, okay? There's a sedative and opiate-like effect that seems to take hold at higher doses and higher doses right now seem to be somewhere between five to 15 grams. At the lower doses, it has what people describe as the stimulant effects, okay? The higher doses hit the mu receptors, which are the opiate receptors, and uh, they go supraspinal is often how they describe it, which is in your brain, and that's the mu opiate receptors they hit some of the delta receptors they hit some of the kappa kappa receptors for those that care about these things but that's where you get the opiate effect at the higher doses that seems to be loosely between 5 to 15 grams at the lower doses they hit some of the serotonin and adrenergic receptors and uh, that's how you get the stimulant cocaine like effects uh, and those are at the high lower doses which is five to one to five grams and the three species that i was referring to the colors is red white and green what are some reasons people use uh, kratom today well uh, if you're talking about the west uh, like i said uh, uh, with the indigenous areas you know it's used to, uh, to deal with opiate withdrawals for pain it's an anti-nociceptive that means anti-sensation which in this case pain it's used for energy to fight off fatigue. 
in the West, as it's come as it's come uh, using the internet and it's found in powder form or in capsules and many different formulations that it seems to or many different branding packages as a natural alternative or a or a or a, a legal high <clears throat> which i think might disappear pretty soon in multiple states people use it sort of for the same things uh, including abuse uh, and enjoyment and recreation. They use it for pain. Uh, I've seen it marketed as anxiety, depression, uh, for sleep. Uh, and incidentally, it has some anti-hypertensive effects as well, which is kind of interesting. And literature shows that it has an anti-inflammatory effect too. Uh, that's not used so much and I won't get into that because that stuff needs to be sorted out and distilled to a great extent. But it seems like over the internet and the general public interest in it is for all of the things I said, plus a substitution for opiate withdrawals or getting off opiates. Uh, and that's how it seems to be marketed nowadays. If you're interested in learning more about this topic, go ahead and press on the link above. This is a topic of a lot of internet discussion right now. And I advise you to please use caution and really think about what this stuff is and what it's doing and how it should be used. One of my missions and goals here is to bring critical thinking and analysis to the public that is watching so they can make better informed decisions regarding their treatment and their substance abuse.